Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Platinum Business Break. And today's episode is sponsored by Platinum Business Consulting. Today's episode is titled Vision, Where It All Begins. And this is part two. This is a continuation from the last podcast, last vidcast that I did. So continuing this theme. So we're actually just going to jump right in. Again, this is Vision, Where It All Begins, part two, season three, episode seven. And here we go. All right. Again, this is the uh, Platinum Business Break podcast sponsored by Platinum Business Consulting. So in the last episode, um, we were talking about a book um, that I listened to on on a recent road trip. I listened to it on my uh, Audible, on my uh, little Kindle pad in my car, uh, which is awesome because you can listen to a lot of things on a a four or five hour car ride. The book I listened to was called Full Steam Ahead. It's written by Ken Blanchard and Jesse Lynn Stoner again. Um, if you uh, recognize the name Ken Blanchard, he wrote the One Minute Manager, uh, creating raving fans. I mean, just he is a, a you know thought leader. Also developed the situational uh, leadership model. This is a great book. Again, it's written in a kind of a narrative form, kind of a story, a fictionalized story. So uh, I, I, it really just it really hit me hard because you know it, it talks about vision. Unleash the power and vision in your work in your life and. Just a quick recap. So this is a, a recent Gallup workplace survey. Only 22% of U.S. employees believe their leadership has a clear direction for the organization. I actually am surprised it's that high based on people I talk to and in organizations that I, that I you know, interact with. So I'm surprised it's, it's actually that high. Most leaders do not include a significant number of people in shaping the vision, purpose, and direction of the organization. We're going to kind of talk about that a little bit today. Gallup research shows that teams that focus on strengths improve dramatically on a range of key organizational metrics and outcomes compared with control groups where the leaders did not apply a strengths-based approach. Basically, what that's saying is they didn't have a vision and they didn't get everyone involved in the vision and in reaching the vision. Leaders who focus their teams on vision, on strengths, saw a 14 to 29% increase in profit, a 3 to 7% increase in customer engagement, and a 9 to 15% increase in engaged employees. And I'm not even going to go over the engagement statistics. I've done that in previous podcasts, but as you know, uh, it's horrendous. People are not tuned into work. So, so vision, again, just as a recap, the definition of vision is knowing who you are, that's their significant purpose, where you're going, a picture of the future, and what will guide your journey. And that's clear values, right, or core values. In the last episode, we kind of went over element the three elements of, of a vision. One is you got to have, a, again, significant purpose. Two, a clear picture of the future. And three, clear values or core values, okay? So that's kind of where we left off. So today, we're going to kind of go on how the vision is created. We, and the book calls this the vision process, the three hows. Now, again, I'm getting all this from... Uh, full steam ahead that book. So this is not my original content. I'm, I'm actually, basically, this is a book review, but I'm just so excited about it. It's so important in today's business. I think there's such a lack of vision and leadership in today's business. It's, it's, a, it's an epidemic. It's a pandemic. I hate to say that, you know, after what we just went through, but it's true. Most company, I, I tell you what, you show me a company where there's no vision, no leadership, and a lack of knowledge on core values, I will show you a company that's in complete disarray, complete chaos. Because if a company is chaotic, it's because of those reasons. And guess what? Customers know it, folks. You're, if you're in an organization and you're a complete mess, your customers know it. 
surprisingly, they still buy from you, okay? So you must have something going on for you. But it can be much better. It doesn't have to be this way. Actually, my next podcast, I'm, I'm kind of going to drill down on kind of the way things ought to be uh, in business. So anyway, that's a different one. But this one, again, today we're going to go over the vision process, the three hows. So uh, number one, let's jump right in. Number one is how the vision is created, how it's created. Well, first of all, you have to do a current assessment on your, on, on your current state. And this is hard because it's ugly. It's, I guarantee you, 90% of you, it is ugly and you don't want to do it, but you got to do it because you got to know where you are to know where you're going. I mean, that's how you plot a journey, right? You just, you don't poof, show up somewhere. You have an origin point and then you travel to that destination or in this case, the future, the vision, right? Okay. So you got to take a current state of where you're at, a realistic state. You know, this might mean talking with customers, doing some net promoter scores internally and externally. In fact, Ken Blanchard, his book, you know, Creating Raving Fans, you have to have a feedback loop, not only feedback from your customers, but feedback from your team members too. It's important to get feedback because if you don't know you're doing anything wrong, you just don't know. Okay. So that's, that's the first part of, of, of number one is you have to find out what your current state is and what state you're in. And then the second thing is create or state that vision, you know, based on the definitions we talked earlier. The vision has to be so strong that it paints such a vivid picture in the direction that you're going. People are excited. The vision gets people fired up, okay? It's, if it doesn't get people fired up, then you've got to revisit that and rework it. Okay, the, the third thing in this in this step is be aware of what's called creative tension. This is what the book calls it. And that's kind of the, the, the where you're at now to where you're going, right? So, so what happens is you, you, you realize, okay, we, we suck. We, we stink. But this is where we want to go. We want to be a world-class organization. But then this tension starts happening. The, the, the current state pulls you back into the muck and the mire the daily grind and you and you start giving up on your vision. Okay, this is the, the important time where you have to say, okay, wait a minute, <clears throat> we have to stay focused on the vision, where we're going. So it's that creative tension. So once you fully embrace in the reality of, hey, we are moving forward, and we're going to kind of talk about how that happens. Well, the creative tension then will start moving more towards focusing on the vision and realizing that, that the, the, the current state, the present, is just temporary and it's going to go away. All right. Does that make sense? I hope so. So vision can start anywhere. So, you know, for example, if you're a low level, um, you know, middle level, low level, uh, or even a frontline employee, and you have a vision for your department or how you want to run things. That's fine. OK, but it's best if it comes from the top, because if you are in the middle of the organization and you want to have a world-class operation, unfortunately, you have so many things externally that are popping into your department or your area that you can't control. And it's going to keep your vision from being realized. So, so don't frustrate yourself. I mean, you have a personal vision. You know, again, we talked about that in the last podcast about, you know, creating a personal vision for your life and how you're going to operate. And I'm actually going to talk about that in my next podcast, kind of your, what is your core beliefs? You know, what is your manifesto? How are you going to operate? But it's best if it comes from top. Really, to me, my opinion is it's only going to be successful if the, the, the leadership of the owners, the leadership, the management, they are into it. They believe it and it, it, and it filters completely down through the organization. OK, um, here's the other thing. You got to get people involved at all levels. 
And, and the next thing is you have to have people involved at all levels. And that's what that Gallup survey indicated is the most successful companies that have successful vision and therefore have better profits, better engagement, happier customers and all that is everyone. It's called the buy-in, folks, right? People have to buy in. You have to get people involved at all levels. And here's the last thing on, on, on creating or how it's created is you got to realize that change is inevitable. Change is going to be the only constant. If you don't like change, you know, business is not for you, okay? Because business should be changing, should be evolving constantly. I mean, look at all the things that have happened in the last five to 10 years. I mean, all the, you know, the social media. Now we have you know, chat GPT. We have AI. Oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's changing so fast. So you have to be able to anticipate change and embrace and welcome change. And that will help you propel your vision forward. Okay, got that? Good. All right. Next one, the vision process number two, the three hows. How it's communicated. Okay, and to me, this is another big miss in most companies. Communication in most companies is so terrible. It's so terrible. I think it is paramount that communication be, be top of mind. Again, it's up there with vision, leadership, core values, communication. All right. So first of all, when, when you have your vision, it has to be ongoing top of mind. It, it, it has to be shared. It can't be just a slogan. It has to be something you live and breathe every day. Now, if you don't do it, again, if the leadership is not involved, you're not talking, you're not always working on it, you're not working on the changes, which we'll talk about in a minute, then it's going to become what I call the church of what's happening now. Uh, I guess a friend of mine in Louisiana, I think his dad used to say that. I just thought that was just an awesome saying. Um, so that, really what that means is it's flavor of the month or book of the month or whatever. So in other words, a company has some program and they're touting it and pretty soon it just dies, right? I mean, no one is excited about it anymore. So that's what I call the church of what's happening now. A vision communication process has to be ongoing, has to be shared, and it can't just be a flash in the pan because people will know that. So you have to keep communicating, keep communicating, and you have to get people involved at all levels. And then you have to help people get on board if possible. Now, I talk about this on another podcast that's called Your Business is in Trouble, and it you know, talks about an operating system for, for your business. If everyone is not you know, hooked into the vision, they don't share your core beliefs or your core values, they don't need to be at your organization. And again, I, I think I mentioned in that podcast, you have to be, it sounds fanatical. And, and you do, you have to be fanatical about it because if you're not, you're going to let people creep in who are going to bring the organization down. So you want to help people get on board with the vision if possible. If not, you got to ask them to leave. That's hard. Most of them will leave on their own because they're like, ooh, I don't like this. I don't like the direction of our company. That's okay. All right. Your leadership, senior management, um, board, whatever. If you're at the, if your leadership, a people leader. And again, that's all through all levels. You got to get help, get people on board, help bring them along. Okay. And then you have to set goals and celebrate them. So as you, as you're communicating the vision and you, and you reach some milestones, you got to celebrate them. You got to remind people why we're, we're changing from, from where we were to where we want to go. Cause again, for most people, change is hard, right? All right. So we're, we're going to go with the last one here. So for the vision process, the three house, how it's lived. Okay, so first of all, goals and plans, everything you do within the organization at that point must be aligned to the vision. You know, you got to learn from the past, like the mistakes we made, or, or even celebrate some of the good stuff we did that we want to bring forward, you know, some of the best practices, some of the tribal knowledge that's not recorded, but you don't want to live in the past. 
You want to work in the present and you want to plan for the future. Now, what does all that mean? That means if you have you know, an acquisition or a new product or a new market or something, or even a new employee, you got to run that through the vision, run that through the core values. And if it doesn't pass the smell test, then don't do it. Okay. So, you, so the, the, the vision core values will keep you out of trouble. And, and, and I hear, I heard this time and time again, especially during, you know, the, the COVID pandemic, the companies that really, really did well, is they they stayed with their core values. They stayed with their vision. Now, obviously, you know the word the word of the day then was pivot, which I, I don't like to use that word. But but they made some changes to adapt to the to the to the pandemic situation. But they still remain true to their core value and their visions. They didn't they didn't get shaken and and they came out okay on the other side. So so what I'm saying is everything once and again how it's lived. You're living it. By running everything through the vision, through your core values, go, yep, this is the direction we want to go. This matches. If it doesn't match, you don't do it. Okay. Um, you got to create support structures. Again, this is you know part of an operating system, but all your processes, systems, policies, and procedures, they have to be aligned with the vision and your core values. You know, you say, hey, we're gonna we want to be the fastest growing you know company that's gonna do this in, in the next 10 years. Okay, everything is has got to be aligned to to that vision statement all right does that make sense i hope so so in other words you can't use old processes old systems old policies old procedures that are in conflict with your your vision the new vision the new direction and lastly leaders must lead the vision they got to live it they got every day exhibit it they can't just again what i talked about the church and what's happened now they can't you know announce the vision and then they never talk about it again it it is a it is a way of life all right it's like hey i'm going to commit to an exercise regimen i'm going to commit to to eating better it's not a diet it's a way of life okay that's what it, you know again this is my favorite uh a guy named jim Rohn. if you know me personally you've heard me say this a hundred times discipline weighs ounces regret wastes tons you have to have the daily discipline to stay within your vision and move that vision along. All right. So again, you know, quick recap, the vision process, the three hours, how it's created, how it's communicated and how it's lived. Okay. So that is how the vision starts happening. That next podcast I'm going to get is actually going to be a little more of a personal uh, core value thing, but I'm going to kind of talk about core values because I think that's very, very, very important. And actually the title is going to be, have you reset or recalibrated your compass. It's an interesting story, and I'll save it for them. So, but it's pretty cool. I'm really excited about it. I know you could tell. All right, that's it. That's all we got. This is kind of a shorter episode today, but I did want to continue this theme. Again, I was on, uh, took a little, little, uh, little uh, vacation, a little holiday, as they say, uh, across the pond. So I took a little holiday, and again, uh, wanted to come, come back and hit it hard. So again, this is the Platinum Business Break podcast, or if you're watching the video, it's called the Vidcast. And again, this one is titled Vision, Where It All Begins, Part 2, Season 3, Episode 7. I hope you enjoy it. Again, um, if, if this is resonating with you, man, we would love to help you. Okay, reach out to us, Platinum Business Consulting. That's PlatinumBusinessConsulting.com. Also, go buy the book. You don't even have to talk to me if you don't want to. Get the book. It's Full Steam Ahead by Ken Blanchard. It will change your life. I promise you. It is awesome. So anyway, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you.